It's my show. Holy shitballs, it's cold. And windy. And windy, Indy. I'm freezing my nutsacks off here. You're not existent, nutsacks. What are we doing here? Hey, Cousin Zeddy, look at this. The wind blows my ears up and makes me look like I'm flying. Hey, careful what you wish there for, Mozart. You're lucky the wind doesn't pick you up by your shillelaghs and throw you down this mountain. What's a shillelagh? If it has anything to do with your balls, none of you have anything to worry about. Seriously, what are we doing up here with the wind like this? I think we're here to grind my nails down. Well, then get to climbing so we can get the hell out of here. I don't think Uncle thought this out completely. Well, if he's a true explorer, he'd know to check the wind report. Don't poo-poo talk my daddy, Finn. Worst expedition I've been on. One star. All right, buddy. I've had about just enough of you and your constant limp. Oh, really? And just what are you prepared to do about it? Well, I don't know. Something like this. Look, what are you doing? That's my leg. Holy shit, Mo. What are you doing? Get him. Andy. I mean, oh, no, Mo. Stop it. This is for trying to steal my... My Layla. Oh, ha, mere. And this is for always trying to give bad reviews about Aunt and Uncle's place. Mo, stop it. Ah, me big toe. I got it. I got it. Oh, this is awful. Stop it, Mo. Uh, shouldn't you be helping a little more than that? Why me? You know my hips have been bothering me lately. I'm on the injury list. Okay, Boomer. You know, I'd like to clarify this Boomer thing. Technically, I am not a Boomer. Uh-huh. I'm technically Gen Alpha, just like those little mutts Milo and Zola. But you're a senior dog, Zeddy. Didn't you just get your AARD card? Shut up, Finn. <laughs> and yeah, it just came in the mail. I'm actually kind of proud of that. Another membership under my belt. <laughs> me little tail. That's for calling Cousin Zeddy old. Hey, leave it. Wait a second. What other memberships do you have? I have a AAA card. I have a Costco card. And you know I'm an honorary member of the Toastmasters Club. Oh, you're such a little liar, Zeddy. Why don't you bite her for calling him a liar? Well, I don't play with Indy. Hey! Okay, okay, Mo. Ease up on Finn, all right? Not until he gives me belly. Not until your life, you sausage-shaped little brute. The day I lie on my back for you is the day I surrender my Irish card. Ooh, how do I get one of those? Finn, I think you better do what Mozart says. He might sit on you. Yeah. <laughs> I'd rather eat a bag of shriveled-up potato skins. Ooh, that sounds delicious. Maybe you can pick up some next time at Costco. Holy shitballs, look at the view. Oh, wow, you can see past the ocean all the way to Catalina. Oh, it's beautiful. Ow! Me other ear! Give me belly, I said! Mozart! Hey there, Lady Lay! <laughs> Get that little men pen out of your mouth! But wait! Drop what? him! Okay. Apology accepted. No harm, no foul. Oh, there will be later. Get over here, you little lug. But I... Now! Oh, sounds like Mo's in some trouble. Yo, pass the popcorn, bitch. Maybe we should give them to privacy and go to... From the skyscrapers of New York to the coast of California, this is... Doggo News! Whew! I thought that wind would never stop. In today's story, more violence from the animal kingdom. A scientist out of Lisbon, Portugal, has captured footage of an octopus punching a fish. Why does an octopus have eight arms? Why? Better to punch a fish in the head with. Yeah, uh, I think they call them legs, not arms. Some of them could be legs, some of them arms. Either way, you shouldn't mess with octopi. Those smart bastards team up with certain fish to make hunting for food easier. So they team up and hunt packs. Yeah, but if you're the fish in the collaboration, it might not always work out so well for you. Researchers observed eight different incidents while diving off the coast of Israel and Egypt in which octopi punched their supposed partners. <laughs> but are they really partners? Well, they aren't married, but they share an apartment and split utilities. Sounds fishy.
Scientists say that partnerships between different species can be beneficial, but that it doesn't mean that they're actually looking out for each other's best interests. Each partner maximizes their own benefits. Kind of like doing a podcast with you. Hey, if the opportunity to make myself look good arises, I'll punch you. Well, let's be honest, that would only get the fleshies even more on my side. <laughs> who says they're on your side? We should take a poll. Hey, listeners, who do you like better, me or Zeddy? What a stupid question. Clearly it's me. Well, since we can't really judge because we can't hear them live. It's me. We might have to take a poll through our IG page. Pointless. It's me. I have more personality and I'm the smartest, so... But I'm more sensitive and I'm actually the smartest. Well, we'll see what the listeners say. How's that? Look for our poll on IG on Tuesday. We really want to hear from you all to confirm who you like best. Indy or me? See that? I even know proper grammar. Anyway, moving on. Out of California. No, no, no. Don't do that one. Okay, uh, out of Washington. Nope, the other one. So salmon skin and pumpkin puree, which one? The one out of Florida. Oh, of course. Out of Florida, a woman made a rather harrowing discovery in her Christmas tree after setting up her decorations. A raccoon... Trash panda. Uh, ...was tucked away, clutching onto her tree. Total trash panda behavior. At first, the lady thought it was a squirrel or a cat. Finally, the evil trash panda revealed his masked face. The lady... Okay, well, what's her name besides lady? Relax, control freak. Aubrey Lacobelli... Bless you. ...used multiple methods to try and get the raccoon... Trash panda. ...out of her tree. Did she try pouring hot molten oil down the tree? No. Hmm. How about uh, blasting sonic waves that cause any living thing in a mile radius to vomit and shit at the same time? No. Did she unleash a pack of alligators and piranhas? No. How would she get the piranha in a tree? With the help of an octopus, duh. I thought you said you were the smarter one. Well, she didn't do any of those things, Eddie. Well, then she really didn't try to get that trash panda out, did she? A water bottle seemed to do the trick. Oh, right. The old water bottle trick. Mm-hmm. What's the trash pack? I mean, raccoon. <laughs> The power of repetition. When the raccoon got out of the tree, well, that's when the drama really started. Christmas tree trash panda pulled a knife, didn't he? No, but it did get into a scuffle with Aubrey's dog. Did the dog use a taser? Because they fear electricity, you know. No, Zeddy, pinto beans and kiwi jello. Just let me finish this story. Well, who's stopping you? <sighs> Aubrey's dog suffered only a few scratches, but he still didn't get the intruder out. Instead, the raccoon mounted a final standoff on the couch. Did she douse the couch in gasoline and light it on fire? Uh, just check out our Facebook page and see the video and see how the situation ended. Oh, what? What did I say? Are you guys finished yet? What are you doing here? Yeah, I thought you were getting spanked by your girlfriend. He probably liked it. Oh, no. <laughs> I wiggled out of Layla's corporal punishment. Oh, yeah? How did you manage that? Oh, I pushed Finn over the edge, so Layla and Uncle went chasing after him. <laughs> Why did you do that? What? They aren't worried about me now. I set a diversion. But now you're going to get in even more trouble, moron. Hmm. I guess I didn't take that fully into account. Uh, so where did Mother go? Well, she's with them. Don't worry. I saw her tying a rope around her as a harness before following them down. Pretty smart, Auntie is. Wow, Mo. That was a real asshole move. Yeah, total dirtbag. You know, sometimes you just gotta be a dick to get things done. <laughs> hey, can I do this week's Breed of the Week? Wow, Mozart, you really don't give a duck on a Raj, do you? Well, it's not that. I figure I only got a minute or two till Lay's and Uncle grab me. Well, he does have a point there. Fine, what's this week's... Breed of the Week! I tell you guys, I have beaver fever. You and a lot of fleshy males. <laughs> Wait, what? I'm talking about the newest breed acknowledged by the AKC, the Beaver Terrier. New terrier on the block, huh? Oh boy, here we go. By the way, it looks like you're pronouncing it wrong. 
Nope, spelled totally different than how it's pronounced. I even saw a creepy beaver terrier say it on YouTube. Check it out on our Facebook page. Uh, you got any photos of these new terriers? Sure do. Here you go. Huh. So what's the difference between these guys and, like, uh, Lhasa Opsos? Well, the male has a little man bun, and the female has a cute little ponytail. That's it? Uh-huh. Well, uh, what do they hunt? I mean, do they have a job besides looking like played-out hipsters? Nope, they're classified under the toy breed category. Toy breed? <laughs> okay, so these guys get a chance at best at show for being a lap dog? Yeah, pretty much. Oh, they need to be groomed quite regularly, too. What a shock! Another diva terrier! Shut up, Indy. All right, so they're toy dogs with a great need for regular grooming. Don't have a job, don't really hunt. Oh, and it's unknown whether the beaver is the only breed that remains unrecognized in its country of origin, Germany. These little beaver terriers look like Shih Tzus too, so what's the main difference between those guys? Shih Tzus have a lot less energy than beaver terriers, so they require less exercise. They're also small, like maximum 4 to 8 pounds and 7 to 11 inches tall. Oh, I'd totally smash a beaver on purpose. That didn't sound right. I'd smash a beaver too. Stop acting like boys. ODJ typical. What? I wonder if wearing a ponytail or a man bun all day hurts. Mama's always taking her bun out throughout the day. Yeah, mother's not the uh, best example of grooming, though. I mean, when was the last time she got a haircut? (laughs) (laughs) Right? She basically lives in her pajamas these days. (laughs) What a slob. (laughs) Daddy looks like Grizzly Adams. Uh, Who? Grizzly Adams. You never heard of Grizzly Adams? Oh, sorry. I'm Jen Alpha. I'm too young to know these things. Okay, Boomer. Okay, Indy. All right. Great segment, Mo. Good job. Good job. Thanks, Z. Check out our social media pages to see this week's breed of the week the beaver terrier mozart oh gotta go look, this look, week's look, breed look, of the look, week look, was look. brought to you by the fuck kibble tier of the zeddy and indy shows patreons leisha larson olga ekman bailey lexi Teresa, and willie walter thank you all for your support all right, back to our last story in Doggo News. I thought we were done with the news. No, I had this one on deck before Mo interrupted with his Breed of the Week thing. Yeah, tell you what I have on deck. Circle, 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 and... Yo, Indy, we're on air. Sorry, we're in nature and nature is a calling. All right, all right, plowing ahead. Vermont-based confectioner Ben & Jerry's has just announced the launch of a line of frozen dog treats. But who's Ben & Jerry's? I think there are a couple of ice cream dudes. Okay, samples please! They created two flavors. Ponch's Mix, which has peanut butter and pretzel swirls. Mmm. And Rosie's Batch, that is made with pumpkin and mini cookies. Double mmm. I'll take five of each, thank you very much. The dog-friendly desserts are made with water, sugar, coconut oil, pumpkin puree, pea protein, molasses, and natural flavors. The new treats will be sold in four ounce mini cups and multi-packs and hit U.S. grocery stores and pet stores later this month. Mr. Ben and Mr. Jerry, have I ever told you how much that I love ice cream? Yeah, I I doubt that they're listening. Why not? I don't know. They're probably busy making ice cream. Well, if that's the case, why do they only have two flavors? Do I really have to answer that? All right, fleshies first. The company says that the treats are a passion project that's been in the making for years now. Their business headquarters have been dog-friendly for quite some time. Way to take your time hitting the market, guys! Not too soon, either. The doggo treat and toy market has proven to be recession-proof. Pet adoptions have gone way up due to the beer virus. That's inspired the launch of new pet products and piqued the interest of investors. Walmart now offers pet insurance and connects customers with dog walking and pet sitting services, and Chewy launched virtual vet visits in October. 
The pet e-commerce company's shares have risen more than 220% over the past one year, bringing its market value to about $39 billion. I can't really count that high. And this holiday season, pets were a popular gift category. Ugh. Well, that's really weird. Imagine if Fleshy's gifted children just popped out one of the little flesh blobs out of there for JJ, went over to the neighbors, knocked on the door like, ding dong, Merry Christmas. I agree. Pets are not gifts, people. In fact, it's not uncommon for Fleshies to give puppies as gifts only for people to abandon them on the streets after they grow up so they can just buy a new puppy. Oh, Fleshies, when will you learn? Anyway, the beer virus pet boom has heightened patterns that began before the global health crisis, too. People were already upgrading to higher-end pet purchases, such as fresh and organic food. Thank God. Stop killing us with your moldy kibble. Fuck kibble! And just in case you were all playing a drinking game at home, we'll say it once again. Fuck kibble! Drink. Glug, 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 glug. Mozart, stop where you are! Uh, what should I do, Cousin Z? Should I jump? No, no stupid. stupid! Okay. Just Stay where you are and take your medicine, Mo. Oh, is it coming with a piece of cheese? Doubtful. Mozart, stay right where you are, you little lug. Okay, side sit. Should we give them some privacy? Are you kidding? <laughs> What's gotten into you? Nothing, I swear. The minge keeps me pretty up to date on all flea tick and heartworm treatments. No, I mean, why are you being such a... <sighs> we'll kiss my grits. I don't want to say it, but... A butthole. What do you mean? You pushed Finn over the edge back there. <laughs> oh, yeah, that. He almost cracked open his head. Luckily for him and you, he's like a cat and he flipped in the air but landed on all four paws. Maybe he summoned the witchy cats. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you could have killed him. Why'd you do that? Because that little pipsqueak is always talking about how much better he is than any of us. It's like the biggest asshole dog I know. <laughs> Look deep inside yourself, Mosif, and I'll bet that you'll find out that you're probably just jealous. What? Hold on. Jealous of what? Are you still nuzzling him? What? No! Uh-huh. Look, Lays, I really lug you lots, but sometimes I just don't like doggos with his attitude. It's not all about you, get it? <laughs> that reminds me of doggies with an attitude. Woke up quick at about noon, just thought that I had to be in shelter soon. <laughs> Fucking dope. Please don't suicide, Cube. You know, I changed my mind, Mozart. You are a butthole. Oh, snap. Oh, keep him away, away. Sissy, sissy. Oh, hey, Finn. How was your trip? <laughs> I'll have you know that I have rather good dexterity. Plus, my fur is rather short with a touch of oil to it. It keeps the dirty off me. Unlike Mozart's scraggly behind. Why, you? Mozart, stay away. Relax. Yeah, yeah, Mozart. relax, bro. Okay, side sit. I think we need to change the topic of this week's episode. What? But we had it all teed up to talk about our favorite hikes and we're here. I feel like I need to call an audible on this one. This seems like the perfect time to get a little healing in. Healing? How's that? Maybe a little get it off our chest grievance session. Alright, what did you have in mind, Indy? Well, let's each of us name who we feel is our number one dirtbag doggo. Oh, okay. Well, I see where you're going with this one. Alright, I like it. Okay, uh, let me think about this. Who is my number one? Who is my number one? Who is my number one? Well, while you're okay, thinking about Okay. We'll just get to this week's Monday's Mutts. 
Today's Monday Mutt is Hazel, a Yorkie Chihuahua and Poodle mix who lives in Abilene, Texas, and who gave her parents quite a surprise. Oh, I know all about this story. Apparently, Hazel had been let outside for her bathroom break, but didn't come back right away. Hazel returned with a new friend. Hazel kept drawing attention to the faint meowing coming from underneath their shed. She refused to leave the spot, despite the downpour, until she was able to coax the kitten from her hiding spot. Once the kitten was out from under the shed, Hazel led the cat back home. Each time the little kitten hesitated and stopped in her tracks, Hazel encouraged the frightened animal to keep following her. Hazel was recorded bringing the kitten to her doorstep, and when the kitten couldn't quite jump up the step into her home, Hazel picked the kitten up with her mouth and helped her inside. What a sweetie, and what a way to not be a dirtbag doggo. Hazel, we salute you. Make sure to check out our social media pages for each of our weekly segments. Okay, I'm ready to go first. When did we agree that you were gonna go first? Uh, because my name is first on the show? Duh. Alright, and you're the oldest, Boomer. Alpha. Boomer. Alpha. Boomer. Alpha. Boomer. Alpha. You were about to tell us who your number one butthole doggo was? The black and white dog that lives down the street. Oh yeah, good choice. This dog is straight up trying to kill me. If I even walk by its house, it starts screaming at me. Get off my lawn! Get off my lawn! Or I'm gonna kill you! And scene. That's more of his voice for sure. And then his mother is walking down the street. She looks like she's going to lose control of her dog. And he's going to come running at me to attack. Yeah, and then there was this one time when his mama stuck her head out of the door and told mama and daddy to walk on the other side of the street. Yeah, mother was so pissed. She was about to say, what year do you think you're living in? 1950? Walk across the street. Is that why you always pee and poop on his yard whenever you walk by it? Fuck yeah, it is, asshole dog. I admit, that dog is a total dirtbag. Don't you think that maybe it says a little bit more about you than the butthole doggo? How so? Well, he's just probably pissed because he needs more exercise. Oh, whatever. That's not my problem. Get a life, dog. Well, I think he's really dependent on his parents. Whatever. I have no sympathy for a dog that's trying to kill me. Oh, oh, I want to go. My turn. Finn is my number one asshole doggo. He thinks he's smarter, funnier, more handsome, a better dresser, thinner, has better fur. The list goes on and on. Huh. Same old story. Hang it on me for my superior beauty and physique. Can I push this guy over the edge again? No! Uh, maybe. Catch me again and I'll call the authorities. Fine, but you see what I mean. This has very little to do with his and Layla's friendship. Oh, Momo, you need to get a hold of your jealousy. You can't deal with your feelings through violence. Why not? Because you'll be associated with being a dirtbag doggo. Well, that ain't so bad, is it? Uh, yeah. It's kind of bad. Okay, fine, fine. I will try not to be so jealous and I will work on how I lash out. Well, that's all I can ask. Layla, who's your choice for number one dirtbag doggo? You know, I don't think I'm going to participate in this. I mean, casting disparaging comments about other doggos is not very ladylike. That is a respectable stance. I think I shall take the high road as well and not mention a certain lug of a dog. <laughs> That's very subtle of you, Finn. Well, I doubt the little Bowron knows that I'm even talking about him. Who's he talking about? See? What did I say to say? All right, Andy, fine. It's up to you then. Who's top on your list? Well, I was really thinking about going the Madame Prez high road answer, but uh, nah, it's you, Zeddy. <laughs> what, me? Of course it's you, you little pumpkin prick. What did I do? Bite my face. Walk on my head. Eat my food. Stealing my 
Mama's affection whenever I'm getting it. Peeing on my face. Farting in my face. Taking my tail. Wait a second, wait a second. I did not take your tail. Oh, yeah, you're right. Scratch that one. I mean, Jesus. Yeah, that's right. You also scratch my face all the time. Uh-huh. And what do you think that stems from, huh? It stems from you being a privileged pumpkin prick. No, no, no. Come on, Indy. It's out of love. Uh-huh. I do those things to show you how close you are to me. I mean, I wouldn't dare do those things to that asshole dog down the street or Layla or Mozart or not even a Finn. I'd deduct another star if you did. All I'm saying is I feel so comfortable around you, sister, because I know even though you're a big brute of a mutt, you'd never hurt me even though I piss on your face, steal your food, and take mother and father's love away from you. Because you love me. And you love me. Sure, sure. All right, all right. All right, moving on to our final segment. 865 reasons why having a dog is so much better than having a kid. Reason number 33, bullies. What a surprise, the bully not realizing that he's a bully. I beg your pardon? You over there, sitting pretty like a little lamb, innocent and pure, but a dark evil creature lives inside of you, just waiting for the call. What is this, a midnight movie? Yeah, and who said you could take over, Fen? I find it only appropriate to be the one discussing the bully aspects since I hear and proof that bullies do exist. Uh, yeah, but we're talking about bullies who are kids versus bullies who I are- I will not be silenced by those of you trying to continue Arm upon my gentle soul. Oh boy. I'd like to say. I said silence! <laughs> okay, Finn. Listen, I'll let you get back to silencing us right after I explain how this page belongs in our book. But, but I'm the one who's bully. He said silence, Finn. This is our show, not yours. <laughs> yeah, you tell him, Cousin Indy. You be quiet too, Mozart. Okay, sides it. Anyway, the reason that bullies made our list is because when you have a kid, a bully is a whole different issue than it is with dogs. Yeah, fleshy bullies will take. Take your kids' lunch, rob them of all their money, their dignity, and rub their face in the dirt on the school playground. We doggos do the same thing, except for the first two things, so it's a lot more acceptable. Also, with fleshy bullies, things can escalate rather quickly when the rents get involved with the principals and the teachers and the other parents. <laughs> do I smell a lawsuit coming? With doggos, you usually just yank Fido back on his leash and no more fighting. You know you fleshies want to leash up your bullies. One time when Mom was a little girl, one of her friends was getting bullied. Oh yeah? What happened? She beat the bully up. Whoa, go mother. I mean, she didn't really hurt her, but she did pull her hair and yank off her necklace. It was the only time Mama really got into a fight, except a few other instances. She's a lover, not a fighter. Mama doesn't put up with bullies. She always sticks up for the underdog, pun intended. Messy kids often have to deal with bullies for years on end. Yeah, like imagine having a bully follow you around all the time. From kindergarten to college. Not to mention all the online bullying. Kids are so cool. And they learned it from their parents. And the internet. Or maybe it's in their DNA. We doggos may tussle, but we don't generally hold a grudge. What do you think I should do about that uh, asshole dog down the street? Honestly, I think you're doing the right thing. Just continue to piss and shit on his yard. Yeah, but mother keeps picking up the shit. Yeah, but your pee smell never dies. All right, folks. Thanks again for tuning in to today's episode. Make sure to check us out on the gram and follow us on Facebook to see all our posts from today. And remember, new episodes drop every Monday. And consider becoming a Patreon so these two doggos can continue to spread the love and knowledge on the mics. Oh, well, Indy, you think we should just retire? I mean, that would justify your AARD card. Shut up, Indy. Thanks again for tuning in, Fleshies. And until next time... Smell your